With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now more. Ron Berman in the morning. On 710 WOR. Good morning, everyone. And it's a cold one for sure. Uh, Ray Stajic at the Weather Channel says wind chills today will feel like uh, minus 15 to 20. I mean, that's unbelievable. That is bone chilling. It's going to be very cold all weekend long, setting record low temperatures. So that's really the headline. Uh, We had the sanitation commissioner on just a few moments ago, and uh, she said things are going along well. And and we haven't gotten calls to the contrary, so I have to believe she's correct. That's good. Because listeners will call in a heartbeat if they think – you know, things aren't going well in their neighborhood. Could you imagine if you had a job where you had to be outside all day today? That's tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I went by a police officer the other day. Yeah, how about these ones on traffic duty? Yeah, that's what I said to her. I said, man, it's kind of tough being out here and all day. She goes, oh, I'm used to it. Wow. I said, just layer up. So that's the big story. I, you got to check your airline. I know the airports are opening, but I tell you from personal family experience, flights are canceled. <laughs> and uh, you got to check. Well, who goes without checking these days? Well, I, I know you do check. And we, well, we actually got a phone call last night yeah, that, right. a, that a flight tomorrow is being canceled. Uh, oh. And uh, but the American Airlines, for example, out of Kennedy, canceled several flights uh, from this morning schedule. They canceled them last night. So even though they opened Kennedy at seven a.m., it doesn't mean the flights are going out. Well, it's going to take days for this thing to even out. So there's a lot of uh, there are air, airport upheavals, and, and clearly, lots and lots and lots of schools are closed. Now, Natalie, what happened in your uh, family where you have three school districts? Um, did all those uh, all those uh, schools get canceled? I know your your husband's school got canceled. What about your kids? Kids are they're having a delayed opening, so oh, they're going. They're going. Oh, you're happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, though, my daughter did have a. Uh, this happened to a lot of schools. She had a field trip today, actually, to the Guggenheim, oh. which got canceled because of the delayed oh, openings. That's well, coming from New Jersey, I hope they pay. Yeah, exactly. I was actually <laughs> thinking about that. Like, do they, get, do they have to pay $25? Yeah, right. uh, well, uh, well, let me get into the big three. You'll, you'll wonder what their reference is there about paying it at a museum. We've got the big dig out after the blizzard of 18. we got temperatures are freezing. Schools are open in New York City, but I think most of Long Island shut down solid and, uh, and several parts of New Jersey and Southern Connecticut. You get a lot of snow out there? We did get a lot of snow. I don't know what the number of inches, but we got it. And, but, you know, I, I had a guy shovel me out, so I was okay. As long as you're okay, everybody's it's all, fine. It's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously we got the flight disruptions. So there's a lot of after effects. And the, the bone-chilling cold, that's really, you know, we're burying the lead here. That's the headline. Yeah. That's the big, big story today. Please just stay warm. Also in the big three, uh, President Trump. Uh, wants to stop that book. Well, it's not being stopped. It's uh, The book's going on sale this morning. Now, the author, Michael Wolf, this is Fire and Fury, the Trump White House. Uh, he was on the Today Show a short while ago. And here's a little preview of uh, what he had to say. I will tell you the one description that, that everyone gave, everyone has in common. They all say he is like a child. And what they mean by that is he has an, a need for immediate gratification. 
it's all about him. Okay. Well, well that's not... Uh, it's not a surprise, right? Well, I mean, yeah, take out the line about a child, but the, the line about being all about him, I yeah. mean, that's not a surprise to anyone, his supporters or otherwise. The, the, my takeaway on this is we already knew this stuff about him. Yeah. So coming up, just to let you know we've got this hour, coming up around 8.40, we have several of the sound bites from uh, Michael Wolf's exclusive interview with uh, the Today Show. We'll have that coming up about 8.24 or so. We'll have Karen Travers, the White House correspondent, and uh, obviously that was the big uh, topic of conversation at the press briefing yesterday with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And then coming up around 8.50, we're going to have the Suffolk County executive, Steve Ballone, because Suffolk County was really in the bullseye of the storm. We'll see how Suffolk County survived with uh, Steve Ballone, the exec, and that's all coming up this hour. Oh, rounding out the big three, what we were speaking about, and Natalie was Natalie's annoyed. She tweeted the museum. You should see her angry tweet this morning. Good, she should. Rounding out the big three. Starting in March, if you're not a New York resident, if you're from New Jersey like Natalie, you will pay bigly to visit the Metropolitan Museum of Art. And why does that particularly annoy you, Natalie? Because I pay a lot of taxes to New York City. Working here in New York and living in New Jersey, I have to pay Jersey and New York. So why don't I get the same courtesy? There you go. How often do you go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art? Now? I would say not very often. Okay. Fair. But no, actually, I, I used to go a lot. You know, I used to go maybe every year or two. Yeah, we, we would go. We oh, usually go uh, at least once a year, depending upon the exhibit. There was exactly. a Rembrandt one there recently. On, was that's fabulous. one of the great museums in the world. Oh, absolutely. Uh, who's kidding who? Yeah. No, I love it. And so, it's interesting because then when I had kids, we started going to the uh, Museum of Natural History sure. more because it was more for them. Right. But I have a daughter who's very interested in art, and she would love to go to these museums. So I, I yeah, that would be a big expense. No, it's, it's great. I mean, the last thing I $25. This goes back several years, but I remember seeing Van Gogh at Arles there. You know, yeah. That was a great exhibition. But uh, the, before it was voluntary, whatever you wanted to it's give, it's a I, donation. So I wonder what people gave. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what people generally gave. But now it's going to be twenty five dollars for adults, less for seniors and kids. But uh, if you're not a New York resident, so I guess you're telling me the state is that true? Entire New York state, yes. So if you're from what, Buffalo, right. if you're from Buffalo, you can go for free, or you make a donation from Buffalo. But if you're right across the the right. GW if you're from Bridge, in County, you can't. Wow. I, I don't know. I, I agree with Natalie. You should see her angry tweet. My goodness. You don't want to annoy Natalie. I, I, I've learned that. No, you don't. Here. You don't yeah, want to get she, on her bad she's side. Also, I, I, later on, uh, I'm going to get something that will also make her angry. Oh, no. You, really? may, you may have to pump your own gas soon. Stop. Wow. Actually, to tell you the truth, I have no problem pumping my well, gas. Well, the other <laughs> state changed that, right? Was Oregon, that? yeah. Oregon, they yeah. just made a change where you, uh, you'll you have to pump it in certain parts, rural right. areas. right. Right. There's only two states, right? Isn't it right? all rural in Oregon? <laughs> it's New well. Jersey. So what's it, New Jersey and Oregon? You, you, That's it. You weren't able to pump. That's only You're those two, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Alice Stockton-Rossidi, uh, she entertained us bigly with her, uh, <laughs> with her travails down the Garden State Parkway yesterday, yelling and screaming at truck drivers. I would like to get Natalie and Alice Stockton-Rossidi in a room and... I'm telling you, you don't want to. You want to well, tick off. You don't want to tick <laughs> off Alice either. Know, seen that? Yeah. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to mess with Alice. Funny thing is that Alice and I have talked about having a podcast together. That would be great, wouldn't it? I think that would be awesome. I uh, know the, uh, the, the Alice and Dadley show. Yeah, to the mood, Alice. All right, yeah. Alice. Uh, what, what do you? So you're down on the Jersey. Show. What are you finding down there? It's cold. Uh, okay. Lance. Good. Thanks, Alice. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow. No. See you now. It's uh, it's eight degrees. It was it was twelve this morning. The sun's up. You'd think it was getting warmer, but it's not. I, people like to tell me what they're wearing. 
Why well, don't, I don't ask. <laughs> How okay. many layers are you wearing? A lot of people working outside today, and I, which is hard to believe. I, I can't imagine because just being outside for a few minutes, it's, re- it, it's really cold. So I, I, people were telling me what they're wearing underneath their coats. What's so, it like working in this? Cold. <laughs> How many layers you got on, sir? Just one. Are you not working outside? No, I'm working outside. What, what's in that layer? Like heat rods or something? Yeah, once you start moving, you get warm. I got Under Armour on, I got a North Face, this jacket, coveralls, and then gloves, a beanie, and a mask. And, and your face mask. Yeah, this is probably the best thing right now, especially since uh, it's going to be 15 below out. I mean, my fingers are cold just standing here talking to you. Put some hand warmers in there. Put some hand warmers in there. My car was shaking, so I just... Shaking? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> I have no idea. You know why? Because yeah. it's cold. Wow. Alice, you'd be great on the red carpet. Uh, what are you wearing? <laughs> really? That's, you missed your <laughs> calling. What are you wearing underneath that? Nothing. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, they didn't interview Steve Bannon. Isn't this, this is the guy with all the layers, right? Oh, God. Give me a break. But uh, what, what is with that guy? All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. So you're, uh, um, yeah. you were talking to commuter. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, you know, like the, the sun is up and, you, you know, it's a lot easier to see the roadways. And, you know, there's just still a lot of icy spots out there. And I just wanted to speak to, you know, cleaning off your car. Joe, do you remember when that woman was killed on Route 17 in Paramus? Because uh, a truck didn't yep. take the ice off the top. Mm-hmm. and it, Was it a man or a woman? And it came crashing through the windshield, and it killed somebody in Bergen County. That's been a, a few years ago. But I'll never forget that because people don't think, oh, I don't have to clean off my car. It's what a law now. You have to do it. It's, uh, trucks especially. It's a yeah. law. You can get ticketed yeah. or fined if you don't do it. Yeah, and, and you I, know what? I the other thing I found, too, people, people with SUVs. They don't do it because yes. it's kind of hard to do it. You can't, you have yeah. to get a ladder to do it. So they don't clear it off, and then that stuff comes flying off when you go high speeds, and it goes right into the windshields of the people behind you. Yeah, but that, you know, that that I never forgot that story, yeah. and I see a lot of SUVs this morning not cleaned off because if you didn't clean off your car yesterday, it's really hard today. It's kind of... It's kind of stuck on there, and you really got to put your heater on, and, and you got to really dig in. And I, I just see a lot of cars out there. They're not. They're, there's still snow on the roof, and you know it takes a big chunk to do what you know what we're talking about, Joe. But nonetheless, you know you just don't want a you know piece of ice flying into somebody else's windshield. Yeah. It, it's just you know we can avoid that. So. Just be careful. Be careful out there. All right, Alice. Alice Stockton, Rosini, get, get working on that uh, podcast with Natalie and stay warm. Oh yeah. All right, <laughs> See you later, <laughs> Alice. <laughs> I think that would be a hoot. Now, what, what, Natalie, what would you and Alice be discussing on your podcast? Well, this is what we talked about. We we have conversations sometimes on the ride home. I, I'll be driving home. She's driving back wherever, and we will just start ranting on things. Wow. And she has kids also, but they're a little bit older than me, so she's always giving me advice. And we both like crafts. We craft. We like crafting. Well, I'd like we to, have a really be, weird bunch of conversations. That would be exciting to listen to you girls talking about actually, crafting. God, well, can, I, can I get that podcast? I am telling you, it is actually pretty funny. What kind of crafting? <laughs> She's making centerpieces for her kids' um, wedding coming up. I'm oh. making centerpieces for my daughter's sweet 16. Well, so nice. we'll talk well, about that. All right. And then we'll go off on other things like you guys. Very cool. <laughs> Wow. Joe, you, you want to do a podcast show? Yeah. We can talk about crafting. On how to make a centerpiece? Yeah. Yeah. I double-tied my shoe this morning. I can show how to do that.
Coming up, we'll go to the White House. Karen Travers, ABC News White House correspondent. The question is, is the president mentally fit? That's what they're asking. That's what the book's all about. Don't shoot the messenger. That's coming up next. But first, traffic with Bernie Viter. At 824, alongside Joe Barlow, let's immediately go to ABC News White House correspondent Karen Travers. Uh, my goodness, another day, another uh, big, 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 big story. Uh, yesterday, I watched Sarah Huckabee Sanders and her press briefing, and the whole thing was peppered with questions about this book written by Michael Wolf, Fire and Fury, the Trump White House. And uh, Karen Travers, have you read the book yet? Uh, uh, large parts of it, but not the full book. I have not gotten my hands on it. What's your impression on what you've read so far? Do you buy it or not? I mean, I'm not going to say that, you know, for certain. I mean, I think the fact that you look at some of the response to it, and and the White House is certainly calling it trashy tabloid fiction. The president says it's full of lies and misrepresentations. But, you know, in terms of the specifics, there have been only a couple of examples of people saying, like, I absolutely didn't say that, or that never happened. Uh, And there's a lot of examples in this book. So I think people are still going through it, of course. But, you know, now there might be questions of, well, I said that, but I didn't realize it was going to be on the record. Well, that's different, of course, that, you know, that just means it was included in the book. But you certainly felt that way at some point. Well, the thing is about the access that the the wolf was given. um, Now, the president says, I didn't authorize him. And I didn't speak to him, yet uh, he claims he did have full mm-hmm. access to the White House. What's uh, what's the real story here? I mean, I, it's a he said, he said at this yeah. point, and throw in Cisha. She said with Sarah Sanders, yeah, uh, right. the White House is saying that uh, they never had a sit-down, that President Trump did not sit down with Michael Wolf for the book. Sarah said on Wednesday that they had one conversation, and it was just a couple of minutes, uh, not for the book, just a conversation. And the president again saying last night that, you know, they denied many requests for his time. And the White House said it was just they didn't think it was a good use of his time, a waste of his time. Michael Wolf this morning says that's just not true, that he absolutely spoke to the president uh, for a couple of hours from the time uh, during the campaign and while he was president, that he talked to him in the White House and that maybe the president didn't think it was specifically for the book, but it was absolutely on the record. Did he pal around with Bannon? Oh, that's the the impression I got that, you know, Bannon was the guy that took him around and gave him the access, not necessarily the president. Yeah. And and hopefully it's because the president is doing other things and is in courting a reporter for (laughs) 10 months in the West Wing. And that Bannon, yeah, that's what the White House says, that 95 percent of the interviews that were arranged with senior officials were done at the urging and behest of Steve Bannon. Uh, But Michael Wolf says he also has just had incredible access in the West Wing and was able to talk to almost everybody here over the time that he was spending inside the White House. We're on the line with Karen Travers, ABC News White House correspondent. I guess, I guess the sexy or the big overlay on this is uh, people asking: Is the uh, president fit? Is he mentally fit for office? That's that's the issue that keeps coming round and round and round. Is this something that the Washington press corps uh, has been discussing? I mean, it is certainly something that there have been rumblings about uh, for some 
weeks in Washington. And now with this book coming out that has specific you know, examples or others questioning it in the book, people who are close to the president, that has uh, enabled reporters to ask questions about it. And yesterday, Sarah Sanders took a couple of questions along those lines, and she very aggressively pushed back. She said it's disgraceful and laughable to claim that the president is mentally unfit to serve as president and would not get into any more conversation on that. The president does have a physical next week, and the question came up yesterday of whether or not there be a mental fitness component oh, to that and what the White House ask. would reveal really? afterwards. Yeah, they asked that yesterday, yeah. Yeah, yeah that did come up, and, and what the White House would give us in the readout. Uh, you know, Because, of course, the president had his doctor write a letter during the campaign that said he was the most healthiest person ever. Oh, that was hilarious. Fit. <laughs> that doctor this, was hilarious. <laughs> this will be done by the White House doctor uh, up at Walter Reed in Bethesda. But, of course, you know, the doctor doesn't send the letter and the, the physical report to the press directly. It'll go through the White House staff. So they can always uh, pick and choose what they want to have out there publicly. Uh, Karen, I have to ask you about uh, the motivation of Steve Bannon. Um, you know, this is it seems like it's the work of Steve Bannon. And um, why why is he doing this? He, I, I, you know, I mean, he's sabotaging the president. I'm not going to get into his head. I we I have not spoken to him about this. Um, I know we've asked for a comment to ask him to respond to the quotes in the book and the reaction from the president. And we have not gotten that. Well, the White House has been painting a picture, uh, Karen, that, oh, well, Bannon wasn't that big a deal. You know, it was kind of the Papadopoulos, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, he was a coffee boy kind of uh, defense. Well, Bannon wasn't that big a deal. Not possible. That's not true, right? I mean, Bannon was a big part of this campaign. I mean, he was uh, put on the same level as the chief of staff when they came into the White House. Ryan's Priebus, you know, announced at the same uh, stature, essentially. You had him as a chief strategist, very close to the Oval Office physically and also just symbolically. Uh, The president now diminishing his role on the campaign. And fine, you can certainly say he came on after as the president said, he had vanquished 17 uh, Republican primary opponents, the White House calling it the, the best field the Republicans had ever assembled. And sure, he wasn't a part of that, but he certainly was a part of the end process, the transition into the White House and the first eight months of this administration. You, you can't just say he's a nobody who was hanging out in the West Wing. Karen Travers, ABC News White House correspondent. Thanks for your time, Karen, as always. Thank you. All right. I yeah. I... I guess, uh, Joe, is this going to be an example of if you're uh, pro-Trump, uh, you know, you're not going to pay any attention? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. If you're anti-Trump, you're going to relish in this book. But I guess there are some 
I guess you have to figure out. You're wondering what, where Bannon's coming from. And no, I, that's why she's self imploding. I, I don't understand why, you know, with the motivation behind this book. First of all, most of what's in the book you already knew or suspected. Yeah. This is no shocking revelation here. I, mean, I just can't he, believe. He's been, called, he's been called a child. He's been called a moron, um, a narcissist, whatever, whatever is in that book. It's been said about him before. And nevertheless, he was elected president of the United yeah. States. I just can't believe we're all publicly discussing and the Washington Press Corps is publicly discussing his mental fitness. Yeah, I know. I, I, that's just it's startling. We're just throwing out that line like, well, is he mentally fit? Okay, and how did the Mets do yesterday? I mean, really? It's, it's that casual a conversation? But the, there is no mental test to be elected president. Absolutely. You get the most votes, electoral votes. <laughs> most the electoral, most popular votes. Yeah, right. You get the most <laughs> electoral votes, and you're the president of the United States. There's no mental fitness. All right. How about mental fitness to do the news headlines? Jeff McKinney, you're up. Oh, thank you. Uh, you're... You're implying that I am mentally fit I to am. do this. Yep. Right. Yep. Not everyone would agree. Kennedy Airport has reopened after suspending flights yesterday. Cynthia Kumro works at the airport, says people were hunkered down in the terminals. They're just all sleeping on the floor, trying to get out. Some people are saying they're probably just going to drive to other states just to get another airport. And so it's open, but the news is not all good. You might still want to check ahead because there are still many cancellations at all the area airports. Rough commute this morning on the ground. Brutally cold temperatures have moved into the area on the heels of yesterday's major snow. There's puddles and people and the snow. It just doesn't mix at all. I take a lot of dance classes, so I'm worried about breaking my leg. If you bundle up, it's okay, but otherwise it is freezing. Well, the roads are icy because of these frigid temperatures. And again, right now we're at uh, 10 degrees, wind chill, like negative 12. Wow. In that area That's right terrible. there. So, yeah, it's really bad. It's, it's bad to the point of uh, peligroso, dangerous. The New York Times reports that President Trump had the White House attorney, lobby Attorney General Jeff Sessions, to not recuse himself from the Russia investigation. When the lobbying effort failed, Trump reportedly exploded in anger, saying he needed an attorney general who would protect him. That's raised questions about possible obstruction of justice. Thirteenth person has died in connection with that deadly fire in the Bronx last week. 27-year-old Holt Francis passed away yesterday at Jacoby Medical Center after being removed from life support. Four other members of his family also died in that fire, which started when a three-year-old boy was playing with a stove in the building. Former New Jersey Governor Brendan Byrne has died. The Democrat served two terms in office and is credited with bringing gambling to Atlantic City and with bringing the Giants to the Meadowlands. Byrne was 93 years old. And, Joe, what did he want on his tombstone? <laughs> he wanted to be buried in Hudson County so that he could remain politically active after he died. <laughs> you don't have to be alive to be politically <laughs> well, active in Hudson There's a lot of political County. shenanigans oh, go on in that wow. county. Right. <laughs> that's pretty Mayor, funny. Mayor Daley would have approved. Uh Two people could become very rich this weekend. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is worth $445 million. Tomorrow's Powerball jackpot will pay out $550 million. This is the first time that both lotteries have been higher than $400 million. We don't have tickets yet, do we? No, no. Nat, we had said that if it goes over $500 million, so Natalie is going to... Yeah, you guys better get out there yeah. because you know, you'll probably win. Well, Powerball tomorrow is five fifty, so it's over five hundred. Yeah, so I guess we got to do. Natalie, get to work. Let's no, go. Yeah, Natalie she out left there. the room, and and I think Natalie the odds it. as of uh, yesterday, the day before yesterday, the odds of winning both the same person oh, winning both these quadrillion, wasn't it eighty-eight quadrillion. Yes, yeah, one yeah. and a yeah. quadrillion, I guess, is a thousand trillion. It's the next step up from a trillion. Correct. Oh. Billion, trillion, quadrillion. Well, sure, that makes sense. Billion, yeah. buy, try, yeah. quad. Yeah, it'll absolutely. be a, it'll be a great investment buying those tickets. Well, the, the combined, it's a it's a billion. <laughs> combined is a billion dollars. These two uh, lotteries yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. There's one thing for sure. If you don't buy a ticket, you won't win. Yeah, that's right. That's true. That's right. All right. Mr. Lottery spokesman, <laughs> you're right. And, and, and Sunday will be the busiest online dating day of the year. Why is that exactly? It's been nicknamed Football. Dating Sunday. For whatever reason, Sunday is always the bu- uh, There is a reason. Sunday is always the busiest online dating day of the week, Sunday generally. Yeah. But the first Sunday after New Year's is especially busy because everybody is wanting to keep their resolutions and find someone special. Oh, I thought they dumped the uh, Mr. Loser on New Year's Eve, and now they're in the market well, again. Well, that, that could be part of it, too. But, <laughs> no, they, these, these are people who have resolved to find someone special, and we hope that all these people making that resolution are single people oh, in search know. of someone special. That would be nice. Yeah. Okay, thank you, uh, Jeff McKinney, the uh, mentally fit uh, newscaster that we've got here. Well, right? I was that time around. There's always the next newscast. Well, well you were only as good as your last newscast. That's Coming sure. up next, we will play the interview. We've got Michael Wolf, the sound bites about the fitness of the mentality of the President of the United States. He was on the Today Show. We have that interview coming up next. But first, traffic with Bernie Vider. At eight forty one, boy is is Natalie annoyed. I, you know, she's saying, "Well, why do I have to do this?" It is a pain in the neck. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't want. Well, we said last week. We said if the uh, Powerball or the Mega got above five hundred, we do an office right because four hundred forty five million is just not enough for us. (laughs) Chump change. So so tonight's Mega half a billion. Forget it. So tonight's Mega is four forty five, right? Right, we're so four, we're passing on no, that. No, it's 455. I 40, think. I think I oh, have 445. 445. Yeah, okay, yeah. So we're passing on that. We're going for the Powerball tomorrow night at 550. 550. Because I if, said if we get over 500, we'll do it. Now, if you just could see what was going on here, <laughs> how much each? <laughs> 10. I'm like, I'm not paying 10. Ten's too much. So I said five. And then Joe goes, well, that's not that. How is that good? They're $2 a ticket. I said, well, if we even. And get an even people number. are throwing me 20s, 5s. Aren't you glad that you're so annoyed? How'd you get to be the den mother on this? I have no idea. I have no idea. You couldn't assign Ray. Ray. No, you know what? I don't trust it's him. A, it's a All sexist. Right. <laughs> it's a sexist thing. I mean, Natalie, you were assigned because you're the woman. You know what? I feel like that is. I'm glad you actually said it. Really? Because I think that is it. Len would not ask Ray to do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. What is thing. that? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I'm going to get fired. I think that's that's called sexual <laughs> anyway. harassment. I'll buy the tickets. Thank you, Natalie. You're By the way, uh, Jeff McKinney was doing a story on uh, Sunday being the biggest online dating day of the week. Yeah. Uh, Peggy, one of our listeners, has a theory for that. She says because uh, people had a bad date Saturday night, so they're, <laughs> they're back at it on Sunday looking for a new date. Good luck finding guys. There's a lot of football on Sunday, right? Yeah. And one other bit, because Natalie was like majorly, well, you were too. You guys were fetching over the fact that uh, you got to pay. You live in New Jersey, you have to pay for the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Right. Starting March, anyone who's not a New York resident has to pay $25. If 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 we go as a couple, it's $50. That's That's a lot of money, man. Well, anyway, listen to this, Natalie. Were you aware of this? Uh, This comes from listener Marion. She says, I understand Natalie's issue with the museum charges. Ask her if she's aware that the local libraries provide free passes to popular New York City and New Jersey museums. I use the Westfield free library passes often. She said you can save bigly with these free museums. Oh, that's good. I wonder if those passes, though, will work now for I don't the know. Met. Well, that's yeah. a great so question. So that would be interesting. Well, I think but we But thank should... you for the tip. That's No, really cool. I think we should close that loophole. We've got to keep the hicks out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Well, the Daily News has the hicks. 
All right. Uh, Michael Wolf with the new book uh, uh, about the White House, the Trump White House, and uh, Fire and Fury. And here he was on a Today Show, and uh, here's Michael Wolf. They say he's um, a, a moron, an idiot. Um, actually, there's a competition to sort of get to the bottom line here of who this man is. Let's remember, this man does not read, does not listen. Okay. Doesn't read, doesn't listen. Be tough to host a radio uh, talk show if you don't read or listen. I, I, I think President of the United I, States, he fine. does just fine. He's the he? President yeah. of the United States. Yeah, that's not in the job description. You don't have to read or listen, right? We, the uh, credentials for the the qualification for being president have nothing to do with uh, intelligence. Well, if you're smart enough to get elected, you can be president. That was Joe Bartlett who said that, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I, okay, now you, here's the here's another money cut. I will tell you the one description that that everyone gave, everyone has in common, they all say he is like a child. And what they mean by that is he has an, a need for immediate gratification. It's all about him. You, know, I you think, could see that. It is a, oh, absolutely. Everything is about, listen, there were no airplane crashes last year. Wow, I did a great job. The Dow went up to 25,000. It's all, it's all me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this has really got to bother him because this, these, these, all of these little things that people have been whispering right. and people like you have been saying. What do you mean people like you? What the hell does that mean, Bartlett? People like you. Well, you've said this. You've said this, that he's a, well, I don't know if you call him a moron. but and I've never you, once you, called him a moron, ever. No, 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 no. But you've, you have said and indicated that you think he's unfit for the job. I did say on the air. That I didn't think he yeah. before before the election. Right. I said I didn't think he had the qualifications okay. to be president. I said that on the air. Okay. Uh, so I'm not going to walk but, away from that. But would you agree though with all of the assertions that he's narcissistic, uh, uh, that uh, he doesn't read, he's right. uh, short attention span? Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Is that okay. what you're saying? Exa- yeah. Yeah. That's not surprising. Of course not. And so now Michael Wolf also responded to all the criticism he's getting from the White House, and so he's brushing back at that. Of course. Actually, what I say is uh, is wait, where do I send the box of chocolates? You think he's helping you? sell books absolutely i mean and not only is he helping me sell books but he's helping me prove the point of the book i mean this is extraordinary (laughs) that a president of the united states would try to stop the publication of a book right trump tweeted out yesterday that uh you know it's a phony book and then the white house lawyers said they were going to have a cease and desist order against this guy but in 14 13 minutes uh, this book is coming out so they've earlyed up the release date, and now it's coming out at 9 o'clock. The other issue here is that the president says he never spoke to this guy and didn't approve it. Wolf says, no, I spoke. I absolutely spoke to the president. Whether he realized it was an interview or not, um, I, I don't know, but it certainly was not off the record. Okay, there you go. All right. There you have it. So you, you really chomping at the bit to get this thing? No, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm, truthfully, I probably won't buy you, it. Do you think it. it's going to change anything? No, and I probably won't read it. But the excerpts are, are interesting to read. I mean, yeah, this, I yeah, it's entertaining. All right, let's uh, check out Suffolk County. Coming up next, we'll, we'll talk to Steve Ballone. He is the Suffolk County executive. You know, that was the real bullseye. Yep. They were expected to get hammered. Well, did they? And how are they digging out? We'll check with the uh, exec from Suffolk County coming up next. Hey, we need your help. And picking the winners for our 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards Sunday, March the 11th, from the Forum in L.A. Your songs and your artists, and hey, they're your awards. Be here Wednesday, January the 10th at 9 a.m. for the full list of nominees. And then let the voting begin. Traffic time, Bernie Biden. 
At 8.54, the day after the uh, bomb cyclone hit, and it supposedly hit Suffolk County the worst. And with that, let's go to the Suffolk County executive, Steve Malone. Now, how are you guys surviving, Steve? Good morning, guys. Uh, good. You know, we <clears throat> the plow operators did a great job overnight. We we did get hit hard. We we ended up to 16 inches, uh, which is higher than uh, predicted. And, uh, you know, they did a great job overnight. The, the, the major roads all cleared. I'll tell you, the assistance, uh, Governor Cuomo uh, brought down additional uh, resources downstate. Uh, we did a lot of prep on that, and it really makes a difference. So the LIE, Sunrise Highway, those major roads, major county roads all look good. The problems are the, the secondary tertiary roads, which are, are passable. You know, our town and villages did, did a great job. But, you know, with these extreme low temperatures, the, the worst thing you can have after a storm like this is, extremely low temperatures in the days that follow because it becomes very difficult to to get off that last layer of ice and snow and so that's what you're going to have throughout the weekend with you know looking at uh, single digit temperatures and wind chills you know really low uh, below zero which is incredible so uh you know, it's going to be tough out there this weekend yeah the uh, the um the uh, issue too of power outages i mean i know you had some but you know it could have been much worse given the wind and just the complicated factors of this storm yeah, with all the this is this is the kind of storm that you would have expected to see significantly more power outages. But I, you know, I think we got to give PSEG a lot of credit here. Uh, they, you know, they've been doing a lot of they've had a plan and they've been doing um, you know storm mitigation work over the last couple of years, and that prep you know is really paying off. Uh, you know, with having fewer outages. And now with fewer outages, you have the resources to focus in on uh, the people that are out. And when you have extreme low temperatures like this, boy, that really makes a difference. So what uh, what problems are you facing now? What services are still difficult to uh, maintain? The, the biggest challenge for us, we have bus service back online. You know, roads are, are, are passable, though people need to be cautious. The biggest concern is over the weekend, extreme cold temperatures, um, you know, check in on uh, neighbors, particularly the elderly. Uh, and, you know, these are dangerous temperatures and people are going to need to be careful on those roads out there, the secondary tertiary roads, particularly because you are going to have ice. You cannot get down to asphalt when you have temperatures like this. We're going to be hitting it hard with salt and sand uh, today and, and, uh, and into the weekend. But, you know, it's only going to be so much we can do with uh, these temps. All right, Steve Ballone, the Suffolk County Executive. Thanks for your time, Steve. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, guys. Yep. All right, boy, that's uh good job. Yeah, well, they got yeah. uh, they got hammered pretty hard. And then he's the one who came on the air and, and said yesterday he thought they'd get up to 15 inches. And he says, well, some areas got more than that. I mean, 16, I think it was Baldwin got the, the most of it. Out in Long just Island. unbelievable. So, uh, you know, good for them. That uh, I, don't, I don't know how the residents feel, but it sounds like things are under control. That's good. Yeah, I mean, that's a pro- probably the story around the tri-state area. The main roads are okay. Right. It's those secondary roads. And uh, <laughs> what's, a, what's the difference between a secondary road and a tertiary road, Joe? Well, there's a second. I think the tertiaries come after the second. I don't know. It's <laughs> a trick question. They always say, well, the secondary and tertiary roads. What? Yeah. How about the qua- fiduciary roads? How are those doing? <laughs> well, hey, come, if you're not a tertiary road, what are, what are you, a parking lot? I don't know. <laughs> right. So have you ever had one of those assignments where you had to be out in the storm? Oh. Hey, yeah, you sent me out yesterday. That's true. If I could remember back to yesterday. <laughs> Fortunately, it was only for a couple of minutes, not all day. No, but, you know, these uh, TV reporters yeah. from the local stations, they're out there for hours yeah, on right. end. So our good friend Tracy Strahan <laughs> had the assignment yesterday for Channel 4. And, uh, you know, she, she hey, 
The lady wanted her coffee, Joe. Uh, we do see somebody in front of our favorite coffee store that I won't be named. Are you going to open today or what? <laughs> We've been waiting since 5 o'clock in the morning. You don't? Well, get somebody that does. He doesn't work there, but he says he's going to be on it for us. Tracy, are you trying to scare people into opening up their <laughs> up businesses to you? <laughs> Listen, if I can endure all of this, I can get some coffee That's up in true. this piece. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That was good. That I was good. love well, it. The part, the part which is great is that uh, uh, Tracy's a great reporter. Yeah, you know, I worked with. She was there when I was before I left, and uh, and and she's solid and mature. Mm-hmm. And she's always this is Tracy Strayhand. She's like, they always send her out at two in the morning to some fire or right, car exactly. accident somewhere. And then you don't you never hear her out of character. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they hear her say, "Hey, where's my coffee? I've been here since five a.m." Tracy Strayhand. News Channel 4. You know. <laughs> I need my coffee. Very oh, cute. I hope she got the coffee. <laughs> yeah, but she was out there early. and it's, I, you know, had That's to a be tough cold. assignment. You, you do go into the truck every once yeah. in a while and warm up. Because, you know, know, I don't know if you realize that they sign on at 4 in the morning now with their right, yeah. early morning newscast. I remember I was at Channel 4 when they didn't even have a, a show before the Today Show. The very first news was at 7. Then they put it on at 6, then 5, then 4.30, now 4 o'clock. Uh, you just think. I mean, they're on the air at 4. How early you have to be on the scene be there Absolutely. on the air for well coming up president trump blasts sloppy steve we have the latest on the weather plus uh, well you have another chance to win a thousand dollars that's coming up uh, after jeff mckinney has the latest news headlines right now judy was boring hello then judy discovered jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. At 9 o'clock. So, normally, Joe Barlow would say TGIF, but it's, we're gonna, it's gonna be a frozen weekend. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be really bad. It's supposed to be really bad today as far as the wind chill factor between 15 and 20 below zero. I mean, just want to stay inside all weekend. I guess, yeah. yeah, a lot of cold. Um, so, the story is floating around from Florida. It's so cold in South Florida that iguanas are freezing. Good. And I hate those things. And falling from trees. <laughs> I know it. They're falling from trees, frozen iguanas. That's how cold it is in South Florida. So our engineer, Skipper, says that's hilarious. Really? Yeah. Poor iguanas are falling from trees. They're frozen. Have you no heart? Are you? you what? <laughs> what do you say? He wants to adopt some. He wants to adopt some. That, see, I made him feel bad. Yeah. They're kind of creepy, those things, aren't they? Yeah, the, They're all over the place. It's the mental image of a frozen iguana. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Now, so let me give you a little quiz here. Um, every day, I don't know if you get this, but I guess because I'm an Amazon member, I get this email saying the uh, hottest party, the hottest story in the Washington Post, because Washington Post is owned by the same guy that owns Amazon. I'm Amazon. Prime so you get guy, that, right? Yeah, but you get pay, that email? I don't pay attention to I it. Gave me a, so you know what the, uh, the, the, the most viewed story is? 
Uh, the Justice Department investigating Hillary Clinton's foundation? Not quite. <laughs> what? Well, uh, Fire and fury? No, actually, it has nothing to do with that. I didn't, wasn't aware of this story. There's a woman sleeping on a plane. Did you hear about this? Oh, and she in was, Michigan. She was fondled by some guy? She sexually assaulted. Yeah, it was a Spirit Airlines yeah. flight from Las Vegas to Detroit. No, but the, the angle here is that she's getting fondled and sexually assaulted right. by this guy in the middle seat. Right. The guy's wife was in the right seat. That's on the aisle. Oh. This woman's... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm smiling. This poor woman's uh, sleeping on this overnight flight, and this guy is, like, fondling her and doing all kinds of stuff to her. Wow. On the overnight flight, she wakes up in horror. The guy's wife is right next to him in the next seat. Gee. Anyway, they've he's uh, got double trouble now. They've charged this guy. Prabhu Ramamurthy is an Indian national living in the U.S. Ramamurthy. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so can you imagine that his wife's in this? All right, Natalie has breaking news. Let me hear this breaking news, Natalie. What I do you got? Just called over to the Barnes and Noble at Union Square. Yeah. Said, so do you guys have any copies of Fire and Fury? And he goes, No, we didn't get our shipment. <laughs> and I said, What? He goes. Because of the weather, the shipment didn't come in. I said, is that just you or all the Barnes & Nobles in the area? He goes, everybody. Wow. They'll be coming in next week. Cease so, and desist. I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory. Yeah. I'm not sure what this is all about, but well, don't run out to Barnes & Noble, at least in Manhattan right now, because they don't have any copies. I, I think the president made it snow. <laughs> he, he did. I think, he, I think, yeah, he, it was he. And he made it snow and all the ice. Because the there cold. is no global warming, so. No, absolutely. So isn't <laughs> now, that interesting? Because the book was being released at 9 o'clock, and we thought, I thought there'd be lines at Barnes oh, & yeah, Noble. Sure. I thought there'd be all kinds of stuff going on there because this is a hot, it's already number one on Amazon, you know. Look, at for three hours we've been talking about this, taking your cheap shots. Can we spend a moment to talk about the Justice Department investigation of Hillary Clinton? It's oh, long I, overdue. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. There's a story there, huh? There. The Justice Department launching an investigation into allegations the Clinton Foundation used pay to play politics while Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State. Uh, so we're going back in time, really? Yes. And this is important. Why? W- why? Yeah. Do you, th- do you think there's a possibility that she did that? That there was pay for that, play? That, yeah. Is there any reason well, what why was the federal... Pay? For which play? You're, you're going the back Clinton to the uranium fa- deal? Well, all of it. All of all what? Of it. Uh, all of the foreign contributions right. that were made to the Clinton right. Foundation. And that's why Bill was paid uh, half a million yes. by, to make speeches you, you, yeah, by the exactly. Russians? Exactly. Yeah, there's probably something there. Okay. So, you, what are you going to invest in? You, you want to ignore it? No, I'm not going to okay, ignore fine. it. Good. I'm just saying that, wow. How many of these cases have now been prosecuted and they couldn't get Menendez and they couldn't get Shelley Silver and they couldn't get the Dean Skelos and, and on and on? And, you know, they, they ha- can't attach anything to the Blasio. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that this pay-for-play business, and if it was true, and if it is true, and if they broke a law, then prosecute them, okay, Joe. Then we're, we're I don't have a problem with that. Okay, good. But this is not Equal. This is not uh, the same on the same level as investigating the president of the United States because Hillary Clinton, the last time I looked, is not the president of the United States. Now, I know it makes Republicans feel good and it makes Fox News feel good to incessantly go after Hillary Clinton. But what's the point at this point? Because you can't ignore it. Right. It happened. So, are you saying it's equal importance of the investigation well, why, with, uh, why with Russia? Would, why would the uh, FBI and the Justice Department be so willing to look into um, 
questionable allegations of this Russia collusion, right. yet didn't want to take a look at this. And it, on its face, it doesn't look right. Right. Well, so I investigate. I don't. I, seriously, I don't have a problem with that. Oh, good. I'm just saying, don't put it on the same level as if you're going to if you're going to investigate the president for anything, because the president is the president of the United States. So anything. He does, and any investigation of him, that's the big story. This is not equal. This but, is not, you know, well, okay. okay. They are two separate things. For but, but, but it's not right to say, well, she didn't win the presidency, so we, we're not, we don't need to investigate no, that. No, it's fine. Right. And, 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 I, and as I've said over and over, but I, as you know, I like to repeat myself, because we have a lot of time to fill. If she committed a crime, then prosecute her. No, zero, good, 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 good. zero problem with that. I just wanted you on the record. Thank Very you. good. Our big three stories is, man, I feel like I'm on trial here. Our big three this morning, the big dig out after the blizzard of 18. I know the temperatures are just ridiculous. Uh, we'll talk to Ray Stage uh, shortly from the Weather Channel. His numbers are frightening. Uh, lots of schools are still closed. So they automatically closed, shut down schools yesterday for today in many areas. Not, uh, you know, Natalie's kids go to two different schools. They had delays today. Uh, but delays out, in Bergen County, too, I think, uh, are high school. But out in Long Island, where, where I am, I mean, I, you know, they shut down. Uh, no school? Long Island's done, right. yeah. Right. And they, they just came off the long vacation. They had Monday off, and then no school Thursday or Friday. So they, Wow. So our, our Long Island kids are going to be undereducated this year. I've got to tell you, this, this short week for me seems like a long one. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on. Well, we had a snowstorm. If you didn't yeah. look, we were busy. And you worked till 6 o'clock last night, did you not? I did, yeah. And by the way, there's flight disruptions, and uh, I just got an email from someone out of Kennedy saying that American Airlines has almost no planes at the gates. So, wow. Yeah, so there's a lot. Wow. So this business about the airport being open, you know, take that with a grain of salt. There's a lot of equipment, I a lot of cancellations. The cold is going to impact it, too, I think. Absolutely. Also in the big three, President Trump wanted to stop it, but the book's going on sale this morning, but not at any Barnes & Noble because they didn't get their shipment wow. because of the storm. Natalie had a scoop there. No other station had that in the free world. And rounding out the big three, starting in March, if you're not a New York resident, well, you're going to pay bigly to visit the Metropolitan Museum of Art. They're going to keep out the riffraff like Bartlett you, you and like Natalie you, from you, New Jersey. You, you take great I joy just, in no, that, having people from New Jersey. I think it's funny. To go to the Met. People, well, is anyone from New York? Uh, give me a, a cultural uh, yeah. attraction that you They're have over there down where from you live. Utica. Well, where do you live? What, what, what kind of museum do they have where you live? They have a that museum. We would go pay to see. Uh, I'm I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's well, why anyway, I go to New York City. I just got a kick. The Daily News said that they're going to charge all the hicks, but they're going to charge anyone who's not a New York State resident. Right. That includes New Jersey and Connecticut. <laughs> I do find that amusing. Hicks, yeah, right. Uh, anyway, Ray Stajic of the Weather Channel. Uh, Ray, your numbers were frightening, and I think we all buried the lead when we talked to you a couple of hours ago. Sure. Uh, the headline is the, uh, the temperature and, uh-huh. and what the feel-like temperature is, the wind chill. So why don't you lay those numbers on us again? All right, well, we tied a record low this morning at JFK. Now, records for JFK don't go as far back as places like uh, Central Park, but cold enough for everybody. The wind chill advisory remains in effect through tomorrow morning. So all day today, all night tonight, through tomorrow morning, wind chills below zero, especially during the morning hours, and not just like one below or two below. We're talking 15 and at times even 20 below zero, especially in the suburbs where air temperatures are going to drop dangerously low down into the single digits and single digits below zero. And even here in the city, by Sunday morning, the coldest morning of this cold snap, we could have numbers down at or below zero. So frigid. Tomorrow morning's record low is two below. May not quite get that cold. But Sunday morning's record low is four degrees. We could be near zero or below. So we are expecting to get pretty darn close officially. And the outlying recording stations like JFK, LaGuardia, Newark, and all across the Northeast and New England are probably going to tie 
or break records. And even on the daytime highs, daytime high, record low high temperatures could also be broken uh, the next couple of afternoons. Uh, Today, one shot at it. Might get a little bit warmer than 14, but if it does stay at 14, that would tie a record low high temperature, and same thing over the weekend. Coldest How long have we day, been below freezing? Uh, coldest, uh, coldest day would be tomorrow, below freezing in terms With of actual The string air of days, yeah, we like yeah, we have the eight, string, nine. Or, uh, yeah, it's been quite a few. Um, and that's going to continue for a couple of more days. You must have a yeah, name for that. Get, You're not going to call it a yeah, bomb cyclone or bomb a polar cyclone. vortex? or You must have a name for nine uh, straight days of uh, yeah, below freezing. Yeah, damn cold or something right <laughs> it's a damn cold and, and you yeah, know you like, like this stuff oh right? yeah i love it i yeah. can't I, like even if, i don't know when it's 2020 I, I can still go out in short sleeves people look at me like i'm crazy and i'm just well i said i i like it uh last 32 degree day let's see uh it wasn't this month now i know this month is only a few days long but give me a second last 32 degree day officially was december uh, what december 25th Christmas Day. It wow. was 38 degrees. Wow. That was the last. The last so day we were above freezing. That's then, six and five. That's like 11 days. 11, wow. However, yeah. as yes. he pauses for drama and emphasis, milder weather starts coming in next week, and we may actually see numbers going to the 40s. And by the end of next week, maybe even into the 50s. That'd be wild. Hey, hey, all right. And how many many mothers and grandmothers are going to say, and that's why people get sick. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) So just give me that uh, feel-like temperature again, what it's going to be like today. Uh, Teens this morning in some spots might even be as cold as 20 below zero. Same thing tomorrow morning, especially if you're in the outlying areas where you stay away from uh, air temperatures that are above zero. So if you go below wow. zero tomorrow morning, forget it. I, I mean, right. Just stay in. Even if the sun comes out, it's going to look real pretty, but nope. Okay, Ray Stasek, okay. Weather Channel. Good job this week. Stay, stay warm, warm, guys. All Same right. to you. Ray. Yep. That's wild. Yeah, a lot of cars are not going to start tomorrow morning. Mm. No, that's for sure. Uh, we come back. Uh, well, your friend Jeff Sessions making news on yeah, a couple good. of fronts. Want to talk about that? Sure. A couple of fronts. Couple of stuff, some marijuana stuff with Jeff Sessions, and also some recusal business. And the president not happy. We shall discuss coming up next. But first, traffic with Bernie Vider. And nine twenty four, we've got Joe Bartlett. But you know, we've got an I team of our own. This Natalie over here, she scooped the world. I know. She's, we I we thought that let's check out the local bookstores because this new book that's that's come out, the Fire and Fury, the Trump White House. Uh, they try to get a, some kind of cease and desist order. Uh, the White House uh, lawyers, that I don't know if, if they're actually going through with this threat. So the publishers say, well, we're going to release the book at 9 o'clock this morning. So we figured at 9 o'clock they'd be lined up at Barnes & Noble. And, Natalie, what happened here in Union Square? Union Square had said that they did not receive their copies. They didn't expect to get them till next week. So then I started calling around to other Barnes & Nobles. I've only done Barnes & Noble so far. And uh, everyone in New York had said that they weren't. They didn't get theirs this morning, but maybe they'd come in this afternoon. If they didn't come in by the afternoon, not till Monday. Called a few in New Jersey and Brooklyn, didn't have it. I found one in Clifton. They had gotten the shipment. They couldn't tell me how many were in it, but they were already sold out and said there were people waiting for them. Wow. That's very interesting. So Clifton, New Jersey. Yeah, it's a big, uh, really big Barnes & Noble's there on Route 3. A couple? Well, we well they know. couldn't tell me. They weren't sure how many were in the shipment. But, you know, people were, a few people were actually waiting outside the store. Interesting. Them. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I would do. Minus 15 degrees, I'd be waiting outside a Barnes & Noble for fire and fury. But I'll have to tell you, because because it's (laughs) only 9.25 and the store opened at 9 and they were already sold out and she didn't tell me there were mobs there, the shipment couldn't have been too big. Yeah, I think so. So (laughs) a few books here, a few books there. So just for a public service, do not run out, call the store first because there's a good chance it's not there. Kind of like the airlines. Call ahead first. Exactly. <laughs> what is going Don't on? Don't go to the airport. Now, how's our little uh, lottery pool going? Because we've tasked Natalie with <sighs> setting up the office yes, pool did. because, uh, power, you know, Mega tonight is 445. That's just chump change. So we're we're going to Powerball because it's over 500. It's 550 tomorrow. Right. And, of course, we tasked Natalie <laughs> with putting this together. You laugh. So, yeah. So a... I'm all of a sudden the keeper so of So how are we tickets. doing on this? Well, not great because now I have to spot Alice five because she's not in the building. So you right. think I'm ever going to see that? Not. No. <laughs> and uh, you know who's giving me the twenty? Who needs change? But so you're having fun in there, huh? And not really. Don't you tell everyone you're producing a radio show? You have no time for I this. I feel like I'm a bookie right now. But uh, Natalie, the reason we chose you, not because you're a female, is because we trust you. Of all the people in the th- this group, you so, are the most trustworthy. Okay, so you're telling me if we gave this task to Ray, he'd probably screwed up. Or do you think he'll just, you know, if it's a winner, he'll just well, jump that, ship? We don't trust Ray. Yeah, that's, that's we don't know Ray long yeah, enough. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, really? I, like I was telling. He's a Patriot fan. We know he cheats. Like I was telling, <laughs> like I was telling Skip before, outside of food and maybe the occasional uh, television event, I've never stole anything. <laughs> Wait a minute. You you are a thief. Outside of food and the occasional television and, event. And a robe at a hotel? Yeah, you know okay. what? Well, I paid a... I, I, no, I, I paid the money for the room. The, no, the yeah, whole not robe. Not for the robe. The robe. The robe. Anyway, okay, so now I understand why you gave okay, me this task. Okay. But very good. still very annoying just to let you know. All right. So what but I will get the tickets. What do you make of this Jeff Sessions deal reversing the Obama-era policies on marijuana? So obviously there's a there's a problem here because federal law says no you can't, do, you can't right do marijuana and then all these states have local laws that say you can do it. So we have a conflict between the states and the federal government. Now I remember when Trump was asked during the campaign, he favored states' rights right. on issues like this, but now uh, Sessions has reversed the Obama policy. So I guess the feds can can go after people with marijuana. So how's that going to work in a, in a state where it's legal? I, I don't know, and I don't think they know either. And from what I read this morning was that while they reversed the the, uh, the policy, they're not going to begin prosecuting at the moment. Right. Um, so what's I, the reason? Just to, well, just well, to reverse probably, another Obama policy? I well, mean, the federal government is probably going to have to get a hand on this because there are more and more states that are legalizing it. Sure. And, um, you know, it's it, it probably better that we have a cohesive national policy on this. As opposed to, you know, crazy, you know, each state makes up its own right. rule on that, on something like that. Just imagine the different smoking regulations. No, I understand. Well, although we, they, they do that, you know, New York City banned it. And yeah, no, I understand. Hey, uh, the other Jeff Sessions story that came up is that uh, the story, uh, the Times had a story last night into today about how uh, the president was upset that, yeah. uh, that uh, Sessions recused himself from the Russia investigation because it was his feeling he wanted... He wanted Sessions to be his guy. Yeah. He wanted to have an attorney general that looked out for him. It was his feeling that, uh, you know, JFK had Robert Kennedy, that Obama had uh, Eric Holder. Sure, sure. He wanted to have his guy. Sure. But that's not really the way it works. I mean, well, it's yes, supposed it to be. Isn't it? Really? Yes, it does. It's a wink, wink? Well, no. I mean, the, the president dictates you know, policy to the attorney general, yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, you don't. You don't yeah. 
I thought there was a separation. I thought there was a, a wall and separation of powers, and the attorney general is free and clear. Part, and part it, of the executive branch, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I, I thought there was a, a wall between the president and the attorney general to the point where, you know, I'm not sure they conversed or yeah. dealt, talked about of course cases. They do? They do? Yeah. yeah. All right. Very good. So that so so you side you come down on the side of that Trump uh, is right to be upset that Sessions recused himself because uh, we'd be in a much different spot had he still not, you know had not recused himself. Well, I'm sure this, that we, would, we probably would not be investigating this Russia nonsense. Really? Yeah. And you think it's all nonsense? Even before you see Mueller's report, you you decided in your own infinite wisdom it's all nonsense. Well, we'll see. I, mean, well, we I haven't see. I haven't seen anything okay. sub- well, substantive yet. Well, I, I've heard that argument. That's like a bullet point. But it's a year. Well, but he's doing his job. Don't you think that's good? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com doing his job how long is it going to take three more years uh, probably seven yeah. <laughs> i'll have it all worked out so when the trump administration ends his second term we'll have the full report on I, russia i just work out have as much interest in the doj investigation of the clinton but foundation it's not equivalent i'm sorry but well, it's investigating still, it's, hillary clinton is nowhere near uh the importance or the gravitas of investigating a sitting president of the united states i'm sorry it just isn't okay. that's not a partisan uh, thought it's just it's just a fact but it's not a reason not to do it I just said don't do it. Okay. I, I didn't. I, I told you, you can investigate her all you want. And I'm I, happy. I'm glad it's being done. I'll say it again. If she did something that was wrong or if she committed a crime, then, then prosecute her. I always thought that foundation was, was phony. All right. Well, they're going to find out. It's been hard to prove on a lot of other cases. All right. Time for the latest news headlines, the opening of the market. Here's Jeff McKinney. Well, the jobs report wasn't the greatest, but the uh, the Dow is reacting positively. It is uh, up 65 points, and NASDAQ is up 26, and the S&P opens up nine points this morning. There is a hectic scene in Newark this morning where large fires engulfed five buildings and multiple vehicles, too. It broke out around 3.30 this morning. It's forced dozens out of their home. The flames were so hot, like it was so in-depth that I could feel the heat from all the way down the street. And then there was a pop, and the lights went out, and I'm like, oh, my God, can, if I can feel it, it maybe can travel. Now, firefighters say the cold and the wind have made fighting this fire more difficult. The New York Times says special counsel Robert Mueller has been able now to substantiate claims made by former FBI Director James Comey about interactions he had had with President Trump. Handwritten notes from former Chief of Staff Ryan Priebus show Trump talked to Priebus about getting Comey to say publicly that Trump was not under investigation. And the report says that four days before Comey was fired, Sessions was asking around Capitol Hill for dirt to undermine the FBI director. 
President Trump reportedly pressured Attorney General Jeff Sessions not to recuse himself from the Russia investigation, and the New York Times says he enlisted White House lawyer Don McGahn to lobby Sessions. Legal expert Royal Oaks says this raises a number of questions. If the president tried to stop Sessions from bailing on the Russia investigation, some will say that bolsters the case for obstruction. The president may respond he and his AG had a healthy difference of opinion as to whether recusal was appropriate, but that doesn't make him a criminal. Difference of opinion. When Sessions did recuse himself, Trump reportedly exploded and said he needed an attorney general who would protect him. A 13th person has died in connection with that deadly fire in the Bronx last week. 27-year-old Holt Francis passed away yesterday at Jacoby Medical Center after being removed from life support. Four other members of his family also died in the fire, which started when a 3-year-old boy was playing with a stove on the first floor. Former New Jersey Governor Brendan Byrne has died. The Democrat served two terms in office and is credited with bringing gambling to Atlantic City and with bringing the Giants to the Meadowlands. Byrne was 93 years old. And two people could become very rich this weekend. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is worth $445 million. Tomorrow's Powerball jackpot, jackpot will pay out $550 million. Are you in the, the pool or not? No. Did they ask you? No. Oh, okay. Fine. Oh. They did not invite us. Wow. Insulting. Certain, certain people. Notice my terse answer. Yeah. No. Select, so you, it's select people. You want to be in it? Can't have everybody in it. Not really. This is the first time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we may not take you because that would create an odd number. That's right. This is the first time that both lotteries have been higher than $400 million at the same time. Now, the, the TSA, as you can imagine, uh, confiscates some strange things over the course of a year. Uh, so they're releasing a list of some of their more unusual items confiscated from travelers in 2017. Yes. What do you got? A face tenderizer. You ever seen a meat tenderizer? You know, there's a, it's like a dimpled hammer. Well, apparently I I saw a picture of this. It's a metal block that's dimpled and you rub it over your face, but (laughs) because it's a metal block, you could, I guess, cold cock somebody with it. So that was confiscated. Sure. Okay. Uh, Aggressive odor eater for your shoes. Now, why was that confiscated? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was was overly aggressive odor eater. (laughs) A fidget spinner with razor sharp points. Wow. Well, that's a so problem. It, it's like, a, yeah, it's like a. That's a, a problem. You know what those things look like. So it had razors that spin around. An art piece called Grenade Art Thing Number One. That's not good. It, I looked this up, and it's like a grenade on wheels uh, <laughs> that supposedly is art. And, and somebody thought it would be smart to take that on a plane, huh? Yeah, what okay. could, yeah, how, yeah. Could, how could you possibly have a problem getting through security with what that? What could possibly go wrong? Uh, and a scythe was confiscated. <laughs> a scythe. Whoa. Yeah, wow. you know, like the Grim Reapers yeah. scythe. Yeah. yeah. So, what are they going to do with that on the airplane? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it was not welcome aboard, so uh, it was scythe. taken. Uh, Satan's pizza cutter. So this is a a pizza cutter with sort of a, uh, a satanic emblem of some sort on it. A knife with a bone handle. I saw a picture of this. This is some knife. It's like a two foot knife with a bone handle. Uh, an umbrella that's basically mounted on a rifle. <laughs> well, that's not a good sighting. This, James Bond. This, this was not welcome aboard yeah. uh, for some reason. And how many uh, more of these do you have? We only have twenty-five minutes left in the show, Jeff. Well, okay, <laughs> I, I got one more. How about <laughs> how about festively wrapped narcotics? Festively wrapped. Yeah. Well, that well that should get you through. If they're festively wrapped, yeah. if you just wrap them in plain paper, that's, that's a giveaway. Right, yeah. Festive. Did you look at this picture too? What I the, did. What did, what were the festive wrappings? Uh, you know, like Christmas. Rapping okay. type stuff mm-hmm. it looked like, but uh, ho ho ho, unwelcome nonetheless. <laughs> All right, thanks, Jeff McKinney. All right.
Coming up, the Golden Globes. Who's going to win? We're going to go live to Los Angeles, and we're going to talk to ABC entertainment correspondent Jason Nathanson. Looking forward to that. But first, traffic with Bernie Vider. Len Berman in the morning on 710 WOR. Good morning, everyone, at 942, along with Joe Bartlett. And, uh, you know, the Golden Globes, kind of kind of a goofy award show because, first of all, it's the, the Hollywood foreign, foreign press. press. No one knows who these guys are, and, right, yeah. and they always let these people drink at the awards. So it's always, it's always just kind of uh, offbeat awards. But uh, they're significant on a couple of fronts. Number one, it's the first award show of the season. You know, is it a precursor to the Oscars? And this year it's particularly fascinating because of all the uh, sexual abuse allegations in Hollywood. Right. And all the uh, the men and the women now claim they're going to wear black. And so so on the front that uh, sexual harassment will be an issue. And then with Seth Meyers hosting, uh, he, his, his late night show, I don't know if you see it on NBC, very, very anti-Trump. Will he use this as a political platform and go after the president as well? So with all of that... To discuss, let's bring in Jason Nathanson. He's the ABC News entertainment correspondent in L.A. Good morning, Jason. Hey, good morning. And let's not forget the fact that it's going to be 73 degrees on the oh, red carpet. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop. We are freezing our cassabas off here, Jason. If, as if the rest of the country needed another reason to hate Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, that'll be uh, one of them as well. But, yeah, like you said, all those things, this is going to be the first major live award show since all the sexual harassment and abuse stories broke in Hollywood. This is a room that Harvey Weinstein commanded for years, almost willed the Golden Globe wins into existence for his films. Um, so that's going to be hanging over everything as well. And on the red carpet, like you said, a lot of the women are going to be wearing black in solidarity with the victims. Uh, men as well will be wearing black. So they're going to be talking about all that stuff as they go into this ballroom, and then they're going to get a bunch of drinks in them, um, and we'll see what comes out on stage. Well, there's a story that's floating around in the New York papers. I don't know if you saw this, that supposedly Harvey Weinstein was cited in Hollywood, and, and, and according to the headlines, celebrities are freaking out over a rumored Weinstein sighting in Hollywood. I, you know, I haven't seen that. I can't imagine that he would show his face anywhere, uh, you know, close to a Golden Globe party or, or the, the show him, itself. So, uh, I mean, that would make for fantastic television, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think we have to worry about that on, on Sunday. Uh, but I, I would imagine, yeah, people would have a lot of cause for concern for him being in the area because he is persona non grata in this area and will be for the rest of his life. Jason, what can you tell us about the uh, the top movies? I mean, what's the uh, the favorite at the moment? It's wide open. This year, uh, last year at this time, a lot of people were talking about La La Land and Moonlight, and they went into these shows uh, a heavy favorite as we started to get on this kind of slow roll towards the Oscars and see what movies picked up buzz. But this year, I mean, it's just wide open. In the drama category, The Shape of Water has the most nominations um, and could possibly win. But you also have The Post, which is fantastic, um, and uh, Dunkirk, which is getting a lot of buzz as well. And I know the studio has been pushing hard um, for a win there. Call Me By Your Name, a lot of people love that. It's kind of a quieter coming-of-age film, um, but a lot of people say it's one of the best films of the year. And then you have three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, which is also getting a, a lot of buzz, and people like that as well. Maybe that, more that, for they're the all acting. getting buzz. 
<laughs> yeah, well, maybe more for the acting for that one for Francis McDormand. So, but uh, of those five, four have a shot at winning, and so we don't really know. And then they also split it up into they have the drama, but then also best musical or comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the comedy category, you have Get Out, uh, which is Jordan Peele's psychological horror film, which isn't really a comedy, uh, but they've submitted it there because they thought it had the best chance of actually winning, um, and it does. And that's uh, Get Out or Lady Bird could win that category. Lady Bird is all uh, a lot of people. I mean, it's one of the best reviewed films of last year. So you know, a lot of these movies could win. Hey, what, now they also give out uh, TV awards. So who's uh, expected to get the big? What's what's expected to be the big TV show? They do. So this year, for the first time, you have The Handmaid's Tale from Hulu, uh, which did so well at the Emmys, and that could really break through. The Crown is nominated for its second season, and that's what won last year. Yeah. Um, so that has a possibility as well. But a lot of people talking about The Handmaid's Tale, and I think we will see some wins for that. Uh, Game of Thrones is also up in that category. This is Us from NBC as well. Um, on the comedy side, things are a little more wide open because last year Atlanta won. Uh, its second season hasn't come back yet, so uh, it's not in the running. So you could see um, Smilf, which is a fantastic show from Showtime, um, which is brand new. Will and Grace is in there huh. uh, back this year. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel from yeah. Amazon, which good. a lot of people yeah. are talking about. You have Master of None in the mix as well, and also Blackish from ABC. And I don't know that there's really a front runner in that category. All right. Jason Nathanson will be watching ABC News Entertainment Correspondent from L.A. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. And I'm going to be watching to see what the uh, how they mention sexual harassment oh, and how they handle the politics. Yeah. I, it should be a fascinating evening Sunday night. Uh, coming up as we wrap things up, Jeopardy going on hiatus. And Sean Spicer, Spicy, admits he screwed up. It's all coming up next. We need your help in picking the winners for our 2018 iHeart Music Awards Sunday, March the 11th from the Forum in L.A. Your songs, your artists, your awards. Be here Wednesday, January 10th at 9 a.m. for the full list of nominees. And then let the voting begin. And then let's do traffic with Bernie Vine. All right, 9.54 as we begin to wrap things up for the week. It's been quite an eventful time with the snowstorm and all and the recovery. It's just going to be brutally, brutally cold today. And then coming up at the top of the hour, Mark Simone will uh, hold forth starting at 10 o'clock. This uh, Alex Trebek thing uh, hit out of the blue. I mean, he downplays it and said he had a minor medical issue, but uh, he had brain surgery on December the 15th. This sounds pretty serious. So the, the show uh, Jeopardy, now he's hosted that for 33 years. He's 77 years old. Um, and the seventy-seven, sh- yeah, he looks good. Yeah, the show's being suspended. Uh, they're hoping it comes back later this month. Now, I, I have brain surgery December fifteenth and come back the middle of January. That's pretty good. So here, uh, Trebek uh, posted this message uh, yesterday. Some of you may have heard by now that during the holiday break, uh, I had a slight medical problem: uh, subdural hematoma, blood clots on the brain caused by a fall. I endured about two months ago. Uh, Surgery was performed. After two days in the hospital, I came home to start recovery. The prognosis is excellent. Well, that sounds good. I mean, I but, know, that sounds pretty serious. But blood clots on the brain, uh, when you say someone has brain surgery, you know, it seems like a little bit more than just a little minor uh, medical issue. I, I would think I know you, you could have aneurysms and not, right. all sorts of bad things can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Subdural hematoma. Yeah. I expect to be back in the studio taping more Jeopardy! programs very, very soon. And I want to thank all of you 
for your concern. Well, we wish you the right. best of luck. Good luck, Alex. Yeah, I mean, I. How I, long has he been doing this? Over thirty-three years. Wow, so smart. The guy he has all the answers. I remember the original one, uh, the original Jeopardy. Do you remember the original Jeopardy? Don Pardo. Well, no, he was no, the announcer. He was, uh, he was the he voiceover was, announcer. Was it Fleming? Was it Art, Art Fleming. Art right. Fleming. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh, and Art Fleming would always come out and say, "Thank you, friends. Thank right. you, Don Pardo. That's right. Yeah, my hero. Because yeah. I also had Don, the late, the great Don Pardo, do the voiceover for my Spanning the World. It's Spanning the World. Is yeah. he still getting residuals for that? Well, it's, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that's a log. That's actually a log story. Oh, really? Yeah, because when I uh, continued it at uh, after I left at Channel Four, I continued it on the Today Show. Yeah. And today's show said, well, you'll have to pick up all the costs of everything. So I'd have to pay Pardo. So somehow we uh, didn't use <laughs> we stopped using Pardo. You I became somebody a producer. sound like him? No, we didn't use a voiceover. Oh, okay. We just, we just had music playing, and, and that Come was on. it. We, we, well, the best part was if there is a next time. But no, no That's right. poor Don. And then, no, but he, he, he did get residuals for years. Uh, how about Sean Spicer? Spicy was on uh, with uh, S.E. Cup. On um, unfiltered, she has a show on uh, Headline News. Well, I don't know what they it's still called uh, Headline News Network, HNN, whatever it yeah. is. It's the CNN other other station. And uh, Spicy admitted that while press secretary, uh, well, I'll let him say it. No, well, some of the quotes that he has, but in the context in which they're they're given aren't. And I think that's the problem, is that I can say something to you right now, and you could weave it into a story in three weeks. And is the quote accurate? Sure. Is the context in which I'm giving it in accurate? No. Okay, he's, he's talking about this uh, book. The book, uh, yeah, but then uh, the money quote was when he uh, had this admission that, uh, yes, uh, he screwed up. I think there's a difference between um, defamation and reporting, and I think in some of these cases where you're making wild accusations about the president and his family, he absolutely has a right to defend himself. Okay, no, well, he's, he's I guess about we don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Big buildup. Well, <laughs> well, well, the headline was, he said, yeah, I screwed up as press secretary. And he's particularly referring to, uh, uh, remember the day after the inauguration when he, he claimed that, oh, what was on today's show today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the ones we just played oh, yeah, were yeah, from. Okay, yeah, we yeah. have it. Okay, here, right? Yeah. Four times uh, where I screwed up. There's no question about it. I've Give said me this one. Before. Uh, I mean, the inauguration. You brought it up. I, I would say that's first and foremost. There was a, an event where I was trying to uh, talk about how evil Assad was. Right. And and I screwed that up royally. You brought up Hitler, right? Thank you for reminding me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's those are days when I went back and. Look, I'm a very self-critical person, yeah. and and I sat back and said, you know, I that's it's not my credibility. I honestly went out every day to do the best job I could for the president of the United States, who gave me an unbelievable honor, and to basically do the best job I could for the American people, because that's ultimately who you serve. And so when I screwed up, yeah, it felt really bad. Okay. Well, at least at least he owned it. You know, hey, we all screw up. Scaramucci owned his, and yeah. uh, and he owns he owns this. Well, of course, the very first day of the Trump presidency. He's forced to go out there and say the crowds were just as big, if not bigger, than Obama, and and they weren't. You know, and that's he's no Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I'll tell you. Yeah, she really. Uh, she is good. She she twists like a pretzel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and it all comes out sounding good. <laughs> all right, there you go. So there's uh, Sean Spicer admitting he did screw up, but I guess he's looking for another career, and uh, 
He and hasn't it, found it, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. And I think Scaramucci will make some kind of big comeback. Uh, yeah. Great week, Joe. En- enjoyed being with you. Uh, we'll do it again next week. What okay. do you say? I think you should go home and stay warm. And stay warm. And then, Natalie, we're all gathering the money. We're all going to win the Powerball. Well, I'm going to be night. going away. Bye-bye. Okay, see you, Natalie. <laughs> nice working with you. Mark Simone is next, and your chance to win $1,000 right after the news at 10 o'clock. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.